0: Welcome to Grip Locked presented by True Classic. I'm Hunter, joined as always by Trevor and Connor. Uh, We got a little bit of news to cover today, a little schedule change happening, PDGA updates, some stuffs, and then we're going to do one of the favorite uh, off-season Grip Locked segments of last year in the bag. We're going to go over some off-season player tracking and then finish it out with a new game, that uh, no one knows about but me, but I'll explain it when we get there. But 1st yes. word from our sponsors. Fall is in the air and our friends over at Vincero Collective has sponsored this episode to make sure all of our listeners are accessorizing their autumn outfits with premium watches, jewelry, sunglasses, and more. Their top tier designs make sure you look class while you save some cash. Other watchmakers have insane markups, so that's where Vincero steps in. You can have the look of a premium lifestyle without breaking the bank. So for a limited time only, get 20% off and free shipping site-wide with our exclusive code GRIPLOCKED over at VinceroCollective.com. They design everything in-house, source their own materials, and producing in small batches, so the qualities at the highest possible standard. So whether you have a work meeting or a nice date planned, a high-quality watch can make a great first impression. And Vincero offers many attractive designs for a modern individual. Make, made with surgical-grade stainless steel, durable, durable silicone, and genuine Italian leather straps. These watches offer traditional automatic and Japanese quartz movements. The Vincero Collective also offers iconic sunglass styles with polarized lenses and 100% UV protection so you can block out the sun with style. Get 20% off and free shipping site Y with the code GRIPLOCKED at VinceroCollective.com. Support our show and use code GRIPLOCKED at V-I-N. C-E-R-O collective.com. And accessorize your life at a winner's price with Vincero. All right. First off, the top of the show, a little bit of news here. Oh. Um, the Pro Tour has come out with a schedule change. So they've Whoa. added, since the last time we talked about schedule, they've added four new silver events to the calendar. First is the Cascade Challenge at Kayak Point in Washington, May 26th through 28th. They added the Zoo Town Open.
1: That's so sick. Um,
0: June 11th, 9th through the 11th, which is in Missoula, Montana. They've added the KC Wide Open, which that was an old... I think the Zootown Open was an NT at some point too, wasn't it? At least it was Never a big... I've heard it a, of it. I've heard of the Zootown Open before, but the KC Wide Open was that definitely an NT definitely back have. in the day, July 7th through the 9th in Kansas City, Missouri. Uh, and then the Mid-America Open got added back. So the Mid-America Open was one of five 2022 events that had been removed, but it will return in its summertime slot. Mm. Other events are brand new to the Pro Tour, although the KC Wide Open was a longtime national tour stop. That's from UDisc, or not UDisc, UltiWorld. Additionally, the Portland Open has moved from May 25th to 28th to June 1st to 4th to move off of the Tim Selensky's U.S. Masters weekend. um, It's two hours away from Portland and Eugene uh, on May 25th to 28th. The Cascade Challenge will offer younger, younger touring pros a spot to compete that weekend. So the Masters is happening, so they want to still have an event, but be able to change it up a little bit. So that's where the Cascade Challenge comes in. The Discmania Open has moved into the East Coast swing, switching from July 7th to 9th, which is the KC Wide Open, taking that slot to September 8th through 10th, right after Worlds. So, move some things around. Also, fair reminder, we already had one of it for the 2023 season. We're about to have another one here, not this weekend, but the next weekend, I believe, yep. the new World Open. Um, so, that's something else that's coming down the pipeline. But, wow, the a uh, shorter shorter. bunch of different changes going on. Brody posted a picture i don't know if you saw schedule. it schedule of yeah. the schedule It's and nuts basically once you hit i think it's may ish through you're, you're like the rest calling. of the year if you played every event there's not an
1: off week yeah it, it's gotten to the point which is i think it's cool to have like so many events but it's definitely it's weird because silver series like when they first started they were kind of like some players played them some players they didn't but then like slowly they've sort of built to like you kind of want to play all the silver series but now that there's becoming so many i feel like it's going to start trickling back down again because players are going to be like they are worth more this burn year now i know but like man there's so many like it's it's a still tough not worth one. that much to me it's, a tough, worth <laughs> it's a tough one it's one because i feel like the players are going to want to play them but like you're going to, it's gonna like burn people out if they're no yeah it's crazy how many i think areas.
0: the silver events i still think are going to break off and be more of a qualifying like That's where you test the water because you can't like the pro tour is going to eventually be like tour card only.
1: Right. Yeah. I think it's right now that just because they just need you need a bigger tour first. But I think once they get a bigger field that they can like have the exclusive tour and then a smaller tour too. like and probably I guess logistics wise might be tough to like split because you probably have to split up a little bit. Yeah. But yeah, I I think that's definitely the model. Shout out to the Cascade Challenge, by the way, for using the name Challenge. Mm-hmm. instead of yeah, open like out. every other event you just named open 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 like i'm so bored yeah challenge baby um <laughs> showdown like we I also need think need a showdown it's good. and a shootout we
0: do need a showdown and a shootout i do think it's also good because now we just got four more events that we're gonna get coverage at like next year coverage wise you're gonna basically gonna be able to watch some form of live disc golf almost every weekend
1: yeah for the whole season gonna be, i mean we're gonna be very busy bees with uh with stuff to talk about. It's great. It's I, it's great for us. And like, I'm, I'm, I like it a lot when like Casey wide open events that have like a long history are brought in as silver series. Like that excites me a lot. Cause it's like a, it's a way to like keep them alive, even if they're not quite up to standard for the pro tour. Yeah. Um, I want there to be a, a
2: tournament that's like sponsored by it, They'd have to be big enough to where it could be a like actual good, like tournament. So I'm, so I think like a barbecue chain. Okay. Cause like a local barbecue place. I want like a like barbecue mission barbecue. Yeah. So like the mission bar, like a mission barbecue tournament, but I want it to be called the mission barbecue Chowdown open. Now oh, the chow down. Yeah. Or no, get open out of there. It just be called like the mission barbecue Bedford County Chowdown.
1: I like it. I mean, I played in a tournament, um, at a park called Creekside park. Uh, in Pennsylvania it was called the Crawl Dad Cooker. Mm. They called it the that's cooker. Like that's sick. Who isn't excited about that? So from May twelfth through
0: September seventeenth, there isn't an off weekend if you play silver series majors and thing. And then Crazy. after the seventeenth, the US women's is the next weekend.
1: Chris Diggerson's like playing like five of them.
0: So for <laughs> if, if like for the US women, they go from the seventeenth to US women's and then from the twenty fourth, they go straight to USDGC. So women, the U, the like FPO players won't have a, a break until the end of the season, starting May twelfth. If you, they play everything, where is US women at this Burlington, year? North Carolina? Mm. It's at uh, we played it for where we played that tri-state challenge oh, at one year. Yeah, okay. Um, what is the name of that park? Cedar Cedar um, Creek maybe, maybe they have like Well Springs, and then they have another course, but then they. For this, they took one. It was called like Cedar Rock. That's the name of the Cedar park. Cedar Rock, yeah. But they had one called. Um, it was only used for like the U.S. Masters, and they used it for Sneaky Pete the year I played it. It was like a temp course that played on the backside of the property. That was like a very very good course. They made it permanent for U.S. Women's coming up. So they've been putting that in. Um, so that'd be cool. Um, but yeah, very busy schedule coming up. It all that kicks off with the All Star Weekend February seventeenth through the nineteenth. Uh, in Arizona.
1: It is cool too with this schedule because even though the purses have kind of been slowly growing in disc golf, the, the overall season purse is effectively growing because there are minimum purse requirements for these events. So... Because they have this when you have more events, you have more opportunity for players to cash, and therefore there's gonna be more players that are able to cash a living. I'd actually be curious to know like how many players you know cashed like a decent living last year. But, but you I,
0: also have living expenses go up if you play them all.
1: That's true. Because also true. It, depend, it depends and if you don't
0: have a sponsor paying yeah, for I'd these say, events, it
1: depends on if you're getting your events covered, which I think is at a certain level is pretty standard, but I know it's not the case for a lot of the grinders out there on tour. But
0: yeah, if you're grinding if you We'll put, I think I'll put it this way. There's like I think there's three categories of pros. There's the top tier pro that they don't care what they cash it's or what like, they pay. probably like 10 of them. Yeah. Uh, uh, maybe more. Maybe but 15. They have such Not good guarantees slash such good tour series sales that it doesn't really matter what they do on the course. Yeah. They need to keep their performance up to keep those contracts, but contract-wise. Then the next tier, I think they're like entry fees are covered. They have somewhat of a guarantee, but they need to cash some right. to a keep their contracts and b that's a good way to supplement their living yeah and then you have the bottom part which they get bonuses and they have they probably don't have their entry fees covered they might have a small stipend towards like gas and stuff but they have to cash to live
1: yeah with those guys it's kind of like their bonuses typically can cover the entry fee and then whatever they cash is what they take home a lot of times yeah
0: so like that is the, that is the demographic of disc golfers it's fascinating because that's the dog fight Cause yeah. so like if you're on this top group or even the middle group, if you go a week or two without cashing or you go a week or two with like low cashing, okay. you're not too stressed. If you're the bottom group, if you go a week without cashing, you might not be able to pay the entry fee to the next week.
1: Yeah. It's very interesting to see like what the landscape of disc golf will be going forward. As far as there's like two different kinds of like hunger in sports where you have like, you can have the hunger of let's just use the PGA tour as as an example on the PGA tour. Obviously, if you are, if you've made it and established yourself as a touring professional for a while, like you're going to be pretty wealthy, like you're going to do all right for yourself. Cause like you have to make money to keep your tour card. So therefore if you are, if you're keeping your tour card, like if you're on the tour for years consistently, you're doing well. Um, so like being on the tour that any of the tours below that like even the corn ferry like that's not really the case it's kind of a grind. So like the hunger is to like get to that money whereas in in disc golf and then once you get there like get even more wealth. Whereas in disc golf right now it's almost like the hunger is more of like a survival hunger. Um it's not like there is money motivation but like the money is really only at the very top. So it's much more of like a, a grind. I'll just be curious to see as like the money distribution shifts in disc golf, like how the the players change the way they approach like training and everything like that. Like if more money in the sport makes them go even harder, realizing that it's right there in front of them, or if it softens people up. I think it depends. I think it probably has I think it depends on the person, probably. Yeah. I
0: was saying to I think I think big contracts, big guaranteed contracts. Uh, it's easy up. to soften people. Yeah. Uh, I would say statistically, in most sports, that's what softens even, the player. But the even most. and
1: even that one though, it's it kind of depends because some players get that big contract and go soft because they're just not really like lasered in. Whereas some players get that contract and then they, the pressure's off their shoulders. They yeah. Know they're paid and like they get even better.
0: Yeah, I think there's definitely that definitely happens. But I think that where real like what we've seen somewhat this year is more money's coming into the sport, A in guaranteed contracts, but you have to play good to get to those guaranteed contracts, but B in the purses. To where a lot of times if you win one of these pro tour events, you're taking home a, a nice chunk of change. Right. Where you can, even with the expenses of touring, live for a month off of a win, maybe longer, depending on the win you get. Yeah. Some of them you can win two or three live two or three months off the win. Um and not have to worry about anything. Yeah. I think that hunger is what's driving the field skill level higher. Yeah. is a just the prestige of winning a uh, pro tour event feels like it's worth a little bit more now. Yeah, certainly. because of the how good the field is and then b because the money's getting bigger in the purse and the money at the top's getting bigger in the purse, then there's an additional hunger to win and yeah. drive towards that top because like if you're averaging top, you know, we'll say top twenty twenty five. I would imagine you're going to make a you're going to make a okay living out there. Oh yeah. If you're averaging top 20. Whereas yeah. before, you go back a few years, if you're averaging top 20, you're, you're worthless to a <laughs> yeah. lot of companies. But yeah. averaging top 20 now, that means you're like filthy good. A few years ago it just meant yeah, you can live on tour, but like what are you going to do for us? Right. But averaging top 20 in today's landscape, it's and insane. especially next year, I mean, that just is a whole different tier of player. Um so it's definitely it's definitely something interesting and like we were talking about with the off-season contract stuff last last week. I just think I think contracts are going to continue to look more and more different as these years slowly roll on. Yeah. Because the current model was designed in a sport where you had a few dominant athletes and mm. they represented kind of each brand or you had like two. Now domination looks different in disc golf. Yeah. And sure. you can have quote-unquote dominant athletes you can have three or four or five of them on a team because if you have a two-win season or even sometimes a one win and a lot of good finishes seasons right. that is such a valuable player yeah. whereas before it was like yeah ricky paul and then like you can sneak in eagle. eagle sometimes and stuff like that we're winning right and that was it
1: yeah well this this culture this um ecosystem of like wins i mean we you look at next season right now and that open landscape of everything's on the table to win and like it's a dice roll yeah and that um environment is best for the marketable players because what happens is like if you look at a sport like golf um you have guys like a ricky fowler so there are guys that will obviously have dominant eras in golf and that will be that's how they'll write their script like tiger woods obviously Um, who's also marketable but you have guys like a Ricky Fowler who has literally won like only a couple events on tour ever he has like one kind of signature win at the players championship but has dominated marketability wise because he's a marketable guy and because golf is not just dominated by a few people like they're not winning every other event so as long as you're popping in here and there, and like you're known as a good player, and the and your company does a good job of showing you off, and you do well on social media, like you, it, it, this environment is perfect for those players. Like that is where those players are going to thrive because they now know, like, I just need to stay around and be marketable. And there's no longer going to be somebody who wins half the events, and like, well, of course, everybody's going to look to them. Now there's more of a popularity contest involved.
0: Who is disc golf's Ricky Fowler?
1: I would say you disc had to cost, put it right now. I would say discos Ricky Fowler. If you would have asked me before this year, it was Simon Lazat by a million. I would say now Drew Gibson comes to mind.
0: Hmm. I was thinking, I was thinking Kevin Jones. Kevin Jones possibly. is another one that comes to mind. Outfit wise, just like because Ricky Fowler, I just think of the all orange bright. Yeah, Joel Freeman. Joel Freeman. Where like Joel <laughs> Freeman, you
1: just like. He sticks out. He's not to quite you. as marketable, but I agree. he but does But the pop. outfit, I
0: think, had a lot to do with Ricky Fowler being marketable.
1: It's true, and so I it's think, true. He did get people talking. That's like, how it started. I
0: say Joel Freeman. I think people know his name, and it's all. Sometimes it's just like. The, he stands out on the course. Yeah. No, like that, if you if you watch a clip of like 15 different people and they're all dressed the same and then Joel Freeman's one of those 15, yeah. you're probably
1: gonna remember his shot. Ricky mm-hmm. started with the all orange outfits. I mean, if you look back at it now, it looks so absurd. But yeah. then it was like it was like kind of cool. It was like new wave, like yeah, oh. It was, it was edgy. Yeah, for golf, especially. And yeah, I think that there Kevin Jones is a big one for sure. Kevin Jones has like a very matching. He has like the mindset in disc golfers matched where it's like people think Kevin Jones is so so amazing, but he only has a few wins, and he's done that because he stays around and yeah. he's talented, and he pops up, you know, and skins well, matches he has also and stuff just like looks that. Looks athletic, yeah.
0: Like you look yeah. at him and he's like looks like he's a, a smooth player for player. sure.
1: I think Kevin Jones, there's, I think there's probably, I hope there's more to Kevin Jones there than is, just that, sure. um, but. And what he's doing with the music thing makes him like a little more relevant. Like obviously he's popping up on social media a lot. So Kevin Jones is a good one, but yeah, there are a number of guys that will thrive off an era like this, um, because yeah, winning winning dominance it still can happen. It, it, we're definitely not out of it because no. like you know golf was around for hundreds of years and then Tiger Woods happened. You know, like there there's absolutely the possibility that a Ricky could win eight events next year, yeah, or b Somebody like Gannon a couple years from now could just start taking over, or next year could just start taking yeah. over. Like it's it's. Absolutely but I think the key
0: question. difference is the former, which I feel like this is what we're out of. The former dominance was it's if Ricky and Paul showed up, there were seasons fight. where if they were both at a tournament, one of them won. I think right. 2018 that was the entire season. If they were both there, one of the two of them won. So like when so they crazy. showed up, you knew it was them two. Yeah. Versus dominance now. Is let's say that Ricky next season won eight times. I would bet that there's six or seven different second places. Yeah. I think yeah. that's the like what makes disc golf a little bit more interesting and exciting this year, yeah. or le- or into the next year. Is like last year, if you look at it, we had Simon win, we had Ricky win, we had Isaac Robinson win, we had Eagle win a major, we had Paul win a major. There were so many different winners. But then mm-hmm. you had the Coriolis sneak in, you had Calvin Heinberg flash up, yeah. you had uh Robert Burridge flash up. Uh, Gannon Burr at the beginning of the season, he ended up winning towards the end. You know what I'm saying? Like every Luke Humphreys, every single event, there was like different storylines of players who were like pushing the top and either winning or being in the mix where that just wasn't the case a few years ago. And that's, that's super exciting.
1: Uh, Yeah. I think what the pro tour should be almost most excited about with their product is that they have been able to get this tour together now to where like every pro tour is such a big deal. Like winning a pro tour your name's on the map, and like yeah. that, that was not the case in years past. You know, you had to really win certain events or a major to like cement yourself in the season. But now, you know, if I go down the list of players, I'm going to remember the ones that had a win last year. And having a win is just such a big deal now. Absolutely, like it's 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 so impressive. I mean, it's just ridiculous. Like go play your local C tier and find out how difficult it is to win that. <laughs> And then multiply it by a thousand. Like, yeah. it's just crazy.
0: Yeah. Uh, another news point to this one, there's really not discussion, I don't think, but maybe there will be. Uh, the PDGA is officially getting rid of the terms advanced, intermediate, rec, and novice <laughs> and are just using the AM division numbers. So, like, mixed AM one, mixed AM two. All the women new players AM3, are kind of already
1: doing that. That was like, yeah. a, that was like a total like, COVID boom shell shock to me when I went to my first event. Everybody was calling it MA one, MA two. And in fairness, like, it makes perfect sense. I, yeah. I have zero issue with this um but it's so funny because like i was always like i remember the first time being like what the heck is ma1 like yeah like i i knew advanced i advanced. knew
0: it just from being a tournament director that's a code you've used right and forever <laughs> going back that was just always the code ma1 ma2 ma3 but yeah it was always advanced intermediate rec and their reasoning behind it kind of made sense they were basically they're advanced like that was a skill like that one makes sense of skill intermediate makes sense of skill somewhat wreck didn't make sense skill-wise because like recreationally it should have been called like beginner like wreck players wouldn't be playing in tournaments yeah really like if you use the real term wreck and and then there's like novice below it and novice just wasn't even getting used in most tournaments i know some it's it seemed like novice is like a um Locational. Yeah, it like is. Like around here, there's never novice divisions. Right. But I've said that on a podcast where like no one uses novice divisions and then someone will be like, What are you talking about? Like everything. I didn't even here. know it existed until and then, a year ago. Yeah, if you look, I think I wanna say Midwest uses a lot of novice to where like what we have rec here, like Rec's the big division, novice is a big division. Mm. And it's like fascinating. But that's now MA four, three, two, one. They also adjusted some of the ratings caps on like age protected divisions. So um, more so just a news thing, probably not gonna affect too much. Well, the naming doesn't affect anything. The ratings cap. It seemed like it didn't affect too much. They had all the percentages of how many people still fit under that. So, um, there's something to see there. Uh, do we have a Travis trivia today? Yeah. Oh heck yeah! Let's do some Travis's heck trivia. Yeah.
1: <laughs> heck yeah! Come on, big Of course, 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 big team. Um, so I've got one. You guys can you guys can team up on yeah. this. You guys yes. can collaborate. It's a pretty tough question. Um, hey, we figured out. I don't out know last... if you realize, but Connor and I make an absolute killer team. Yeah. We figured this that is a out. It's a
0: difficult one. We, needed, week, we should show him our we skills. We are
2: basically each other's hands and eyes. You it guys,
0: was incredible. You guys Did miss, you watch last week's You guys block? missed
1: out on the heat, so I'm not impressed. Um, oh. so, it felt like a freaking scorch. It was hand, hot. Man. Hand we him couldn't that help heat. It. Close your eyes. I've already we've already done this. We, I, I'm telling nah, you, nah, you I nah. got, <laughs> got it. All right, it's so easy to say that on this side of the camera, is. man. It is. I so we've done like um we've done like a who am I on this show before.
0: Who am I?
1: Yep. Thank you. <laughs> and uh, we're going to do a like who we're going to do a name that season. So I'm going to give you Spring. <laughs> Dang it, dude. Jeff Spring. <laughs> so basically, I'm going to give you like a player's. I'll even say this is an MPO player. I'm going to give you their statistics, like some highlights from a certain season. You're going to try and name the player and the season. Love
2: it. Matty 2017. Paul McMath. Are McFad, you kidding me? Fresh ball. Fall. Wait, are you. No, dang it! Come on, man! No joke about that. That's your
1: guess. Now only Hunter gets to play. Yeah. I thought we were playing together. Yeah, we're, we're best okay. friends. All right, this is the <laughs> name. This is the hints. Okay, mm-hmm. three A tier victories, one national tour victory, which was the Memorial, two majors, the World Championship, and the Japan Open, seven top threes at other NT and majors, all in one season. Very dominant.
2: So okay, so let's just think about who would be involved in the Japan Open. So this is a while ago, right? This is probably
0: twenty fourteen ish.
2: Yeah, because I remember. Is it the light? Did you tell Japan us what opened? the two
0: worlds
1: were? The two majors. Yeah,
2: it was worlds in the Japan Open.
0: Worlds in Japan.
2: Twenty fourteen, Paul. I'm just. I, the, whenever I hear Japan Open, I only think Paul because he's the only thing person that I remember being a part of that.
0: Well, the only thing that the twenty fourteen season is what else did Paul do that season? Like, could this be Paul twenty fourteen? It would fall into the memorial when Paul just dominated that event. So it would fall uh-huh. into that. But then they we're saying he didn't win anything else because he won three A-tiers. But back then, A-tiers, some A-tiers yeah. were bigger deals. Like yeah. I think Texas State was just... I'm going to go Paul McBeth 2014. I think, we, I think we just go Paul 2014.
1: Wrong. Is it Nate Sexton? I am going to double check and see, make sure that Paul didn't have identical, like also accomplish all those things in that year just to make sure, like I don't... I don't do y'all dirty. I Well, no, there would be things about Paul's season that were different. Japan so, Open. That would not, it would not work. Who is it? It's not Paul. I'll give you another guess if you like. I'll, I'll give you another hint because Paul actually did not. I don't believe Paul won the Japan Open in that year. It does not look like. In 2014? He may have lost it that year to Rick. Hmm. Wait, so you're not saying. He, he came in third. Are you I, saying it's
2: not Paul or it's not 2014 or it's
1: not both? I said it's not 2014 Paul. That's what I said.
0: Here's the hint. So it
1: is Paul's. The hint is that he's not telling us anything. Okay. The hint is that it is prior to that year. It was earlier than 2014.
0: And someone won Worlds? It could be 2012, Paul. Oh, that's
1: what I was about to say. It's not Paul. All right. It's not Paul. Okay. How about Paul? You guys
0: really think I'd pick Paul? Well then it has to go prior to twenty twelve. So now we're going back to like the DOS era or Jenkins. It could be Avery Jenkins. Would he you, always traveled. What do you feel about Doss? 2009, Jenkins. Did Doss go to Japan Open? I don't know. I have
1: no idea. I'm gonna give you one more hint. The player that was edged out to beat to win Worlds, um, the player that came in second at Worlds that year was Nate Doss. Okay. So it is whenever Nate Doss Could be also relevant. be
0: Feldberg, could be 2010, Eric McCabe. Ooh, I kind of like Feldberg. Eric McCabe, I feel like sneaky won Memorial. Did he? And he won Worlds. Was I could see Japan? him winning Japan Open, but I don't know. What Feldberg won in twenty eleven worlds? Feldberg definitely won a Japan Open. Do we go twenty eleven Feldberg?
2: I like Feldberg for it. In Feldberg, is
0: twenty eleven the right year?
2: No idea. Man,
0: I don't know if Feldberg it's won earlier World than twenty twelve though. Know that. I don't know if Feldberg won like two thousand seven worlds or if he won like twenty eleven worlds. I don't remember what year Feldberg won worlds. I know McCabe's 2010, Jenkins is 2009, Doss won three, if we go too far back, we're into the Climo era, early 2000, I think we can go 2011, Feldberg. Let's do it. 2011, Feldberg.
1: Wrong. The answer is 2008, Dave Feldberg. Ah. So I just couldn't remember the year he won world. Hey, that was really impressive, I'm kind of blanking on who won in 2011. It might have been Doss. It could have been
0: Doss again. That could have been Dawson's
1: third. Yeah, it was Dawes. Okay, because when you said I that, I was like, I was like, who was it? Yes, yeah, two thousand eight. Dave. I very impressed. Pretty hunter. insane season. He he was literally top three seven times at NTS and majors that year. Like that was when Feldberg was good.
0: What should I say about him now?
1: He's not good anymore.
0: Oh, is that it? It Was just one season? Hmm. Oh, okay. Keeper. That makes sense. Why you didn't just tell us no and say the answer and go on? I was like, <laughs> man, you're really making us dig into this one. I have no <laughs> idea. Right. That makes sense. All right, so off-season player, this is going to take like two seconds. I'm just going to correct a few things. Um, Katrina Allen, last week, we didn't know. We couldn't find information on her deal. She apparently said on a podcast that it is a multi-year deal with DGA. Okay. So unless she leaves early, she's locked in with them. A few people commented saying that I was wrong about Isaac Robinson's contract not being, is like they said it's not up this year. But I, again, searched, and from what I found at the beginning of this year, he signed a one-year contract with Prodigy. Which would mean was it a
1: one year extension though?
0: The on Ultiworld it says it's through twenty twenty two. Okay,
1: so that's all we've got.
0: That's all I have to go off of. So as as far as I can find online, Isaac Robinson's contract should be up this season. But I could be wrong. Maybe they wrote it wrong and he has a different extension. I don't know. I hope it's up. Um, but I would love for. I mean, I think it'd be it'd be very good for him timing wise if it was up. <laughs> if it was up. Um, all right, so we're gonna bring back. A series that we did last off season everyone Heck yeah. tend to love. I enjoyed it. I think everyone at home enjoyed it. Um it was called In the Bag. So essentially how it works is we each have four items that we get to place in our bag of a certain topic. We're gonna snake draft it. Um S- the order the first typically it goes whoever came in last the week before gets to pick first. But they get
1: to choose the order. What? They get to choose the order. They get to choose the order, oh, correct. Yeah.
0: Um but since it's this week. We don't have that. How do we want to do it? I let's just
2: for this week let's just start let's just do you Trevor and me.
0: Okay. Well, unless we don't want to do that. I, don't, I was just
2: no, doing it from fine. like the order that's, that we're sitting. That's literally fine. fine,
0: yeah. Um so what we're going to do is we're going to do in the bag plastic types. So okay. we're going to snake draft this. Each Did person you explain gets how
2: pick- this wor- Did you explain like what we're doing? Yeah.
0: So you okay. pick the four plastic types and then what's going to happen is I'm going to put that into a graphic. That will be posted on our Twitter, at GriplockedPod, and we'll have a vote of who has the best bag. So that's essentially the whole segment, um, and it sounds like I get the first pick, which means I can take anything I want. Which means you're taking Star. And I am going Innova. Yeah. Champion Plastic. Mm. Champion Plastic? I like Champion more than Star. Really? Mm-hmm.
2: Wow, things I are don't getting think crazy up translucent in here. Translucent Plastic, uh-huh. there's
0: nothing as good as Champion on the market. I think there's some opaque plastic as good as Star.
1: Mm. I don't think there's anything that. as good as Star on the market. That. That's so, fair. I'm I understand your changing. reasoning. I, I, Yeah, I'm going to take Star. I, I, That's good. I think Star is just my... It's, I think it's the best plastic ever made. Um, like, I think the Star Destroyer is probably the best disc ever made. That's just as simple as that.
2: Connor, you get two. Okay, um, I do... I do agree, Star is good, but however, I agree with Hunter that there's a lot of Star equivalents that I like just as much,
1: just as much. Yeah, yeah. I didn't. Really, my, yeah. Star
0: wasn't even on my list of options because there's, the none, that I like. been, there's none that I like Star's just been, as much.
1: But think of there's there some ones, out there, there that I haven't I like felt
0: so bad versions of. I have felt bad versions of Star.
1: Well, I mean, if we're taking that into effect,
0: I, I that's that, my list is taking that into effect. I like okay. Champion. Okay. I haven't go. really felt too much bad Champion out
2: there. I, uh, champion, I would never ch- choose Champion on this. I love Champion, but there's a lot of clear plastic that I like from other companies. Um, I struggle with that dude. slot. I I'm, found it. So, I have a lot of things here that I have. You get to pick two. So, this it is oh, It is difficult. Um, I'm going to go ahead and take this one. Kind of a weird one here, but I'm going to go Sexton Plastic. Color Glow? Yeah.
0: It's Color Glow Champion. Are we allowing this?
1: Color Glow Champion, yeah. I was okay. on my list, for sure. It's a different variant.
2: Because... Depending on the year of Sexton Firebird that you get, you can get like a stiffer one, or you can get a more grippy, flexible one, and they all feel incredible. Yeah, I just think it's a really good plastic, and now the Toros in that plastic, and it feels incredible. Uh, just a really good plastic, um, and then so there we go. There, there's that. Believe it or not, that is the only of I have on my list. I'm trying to, I'm trying to mix it up here. I'm gonna go ahead and, um, <clears throat> dang. I'm going to go... In, okay, I don't think you guys are taking that. So I'm going go to go Discraft Photon Plastic. Yeah, um, just for the excitement
1: factor?
0: Photon's the additive. What are you adding it to?
2: What it, What is the one that the buzz is? A CT, CT Photon. CT Photon Plastic. There we go. I'm going to say Discraft CT Photon Plastic. You guys might not have heard of it, but it's what our buzzes are, our custom buzzes that we have right now, our CT Photon. Best feeling plastic I think I've ever felt. Best feeling baseline plastic, and that is as a huge Casey Rock simp. The photon, the CT photon plastic, is the best feeling baseline plastic I've ever felt. It has like a nice little bit of grippiness to it, but it's firm. It's really good, and it changes color in the sun. It does do that, Trevor.
1: Um, I'm gonna take Casey Pro. I I think Casey Pro is my is my favorite baseline plastic. I think it has. The best shelf life and I think it just gets better the longer you have it. Um I've thrown I think CT is close for me. It's I don't like it quite as much and then nothing else I've thrown is is as good. I mean it's the KC Pro rock, you know, like KC Pro's AVRs are yeah. sick. Like it's just so I good. I
0: wanted KC Pro bad. Mainly the durability. Yeah. Not necessarily like it gets neat like gets like like notches and stuff in it but it, it takes so long for it to affect the flight yeah. mm-hmm. which is mm-hmm. just yep, incredible Casey's so good Casey's incredible alright so I get two I'm going now correct me on I think this is the plastic name but is the royal line like what the rides yeah. are. Is that that's just Royal? It's line? That's one it's of called, uh, what Grand, is grand plastic. So the star tight is, is the baseline, grand is grand is the, okay, that. Okay, Royal is, Line that's Grand. That's one of mine
1: that I had on there. That that's a good is, one. That's very good. Plastic. That plastic feels insane. Yeah,
0: that plastic's incredible. That's the one that I put. I put that one and the next one I'm about to take over star on my list, which is Neutron Plastic. Because Dang. the Royal Line Grand and Neutron, I am yet to feel a bad version of. Mm. Both of those feel incredible every time, and I can't say the same for star. So Royal Line Grand and Neutron Plastic are my number two and three. Back to Trevor for your 3 I'm going to go
1: ahead and take...
0: How many picks do
2: we get? Four.
1: Four, okay. I'm going to go ahead and take Chameleon Plastic. Nice. Okay, that's a good one. Simply because Chameleon, um, you know, it's lucid plastic, which is fine, but I think Chameleon is the best-looking plastic that I've ever seen. I think it has such a cool reflective effect, and... I get I would just get so many compliments on it when people would see my like chameleon fell and then I threw like it it just like it looks incredible The new meta plastic is close but it's a little more see-through um whereas chameleon was like just straight up reflective like awesome swirls if you've never seen it from trilogy it's it's insane so
2: <clears throat> that's a great choice I do, that, that plastic's very cool um all right I've got some options here. I'm gonna go with. I'm gonna go with the streamline plastic, and this is including all the, all the companies that streamline makes discs for. They're clear plastic.
0: So photon. That's, that's
2: it's proton. Proton. Sorry. Proton. Proton. Streamline. Plastic. Proton. You want plastic. streamline proton? Yes, because I don't want it gyro. Okay. Okay. Because every single company, mint, streamline, MVP. What are the other companies? Uh, who else did they Axiom? make?
0: Axiom, Axiom. Yeah, but no, like does Axiom have, yeah, they have. No, time. But I
2: think like uh, they make like it. Gyro. They make it for mints. Who else do they make it for? Thoughtspace Athletics, Thought Thought space. all that stuff. Every single one of those that I felt is absolutely incredible. The freaking Grackle or whatever. I don't in like that how plastic. stiff it is. It feels I, really, really good. That was it's always a, my qualm. It's, it's a little it also to me. incredibly. It it's also incredibly durable. It is Ridicu- very durable. I have plowed it into. It reminds me a lot of uh, crystal. And, Yes, it's really a lot crystal. like Crystal. It also reminds me that's a lot like of the Dismania C line. Plastic, it reminds me a little bit of that it's, it's a little bit sl- sl- like a slicker? tackier feeling. You what think Proton's say? tackier? Yeah, I would say Really? Yeah. I think I think because okay. it's, I think it's got a little bit more like um I think it depends
1: on just how stiff the disc is.
2: Yeah, I don't know. I think Proton's like slickest similar, plastic. I think out they're there. similar,
1: but I think like I if you have one like that's it. a little like the I think well, I think if you've got sweaty
2: hands, it's slicker, but for me with dry hands, I think it's grippier fascinating it is interesting and yeah, so have I, have, I have one more um and i'm going to go with um i w- i wanted to go with um dysmania s line is that okay if i do that it's okay. star though we allow that it's no no no, no. i'm new well dysmania it's either star S-line. or royal dismania yeah well the
1: new dismania is royal line. that's Grand. why i
2: asked will we allow it well, I mean, he also put streamlined proton,
1: so that, that's... What, that's different than neutron, though. Did you, did you, no, 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 I'm saying, like, but then could someone just say proton? I don't think so. I feel like, I mean, to the... Okay, in fairness to the industry, it's not the same plastic to the consumer, so it, I guess it's fair game. Are you going new or old
2: S-line? New
1: S-line. It's, it's, it's fair game, I guess, because technically, as far as we actually know, it's not the same thing.
0: Well, so then another question, I'm not taking this, but could you, for instance, say mints clear plastic?
1: Yeah, that's where
2: I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. It's a that's why line. I said streamline because they're the ones that make it. It's a blurry line.
0: Well, if is no one taking mint th- that clear plastic, because if I'm so, not, it doesn't matter. I'm not taking. Well, that I guess line. it's just if we wouldn't allow it, we can't allow s line. Yeah,
2: I don't know. I mean, well, except for except for we have like people specifically told us that they're even though we think they are that they're not the same. No, we,
0: we have people say they're not the same plastic. We have people say Latitude does not make it. Yes, that is true. Because
2: I'm sure that's true. Well, in that case, all the pl- plastic... I'm fine, fine with it. I'm same. okay with it. It's fine. Yeah, yeah it's, it's, it's fine. confusing. It's I would fine. say if it's a claim that they're not made by the same company, then you can take it. But if it's like streamlined, like streamlined makes the other discs. It's all good.
1: Unapologetically, so... It's all good. <sighs> um, okay, I have one more pick. Hmm, this one's tough. I have a few options. I think... I'm gonna go with another kind of cosmetic option here and take um orbit plastic. So orbit I mean it's technically Which it's, orbit? Orbit is um
0: Are you going with like the premium or like the socket? No, orbit? like the
1: premium ones. I think I think it's like fusion ice is technically what they make it in. Fusion ice was one of the like for like the well. felons. So so or you
0: or orbit F- Fusion orbit? I'm well, gonna just Google it.
1: I don't know what they. I think they just like whenever they have like an like look up an orbit felon and just see what they call it. Yeah,
0: it's, I'm googling. I really like. I the think fusion they just call ice. it plastic. fusion orbit.
1: Okay, fusion orbit. I think that um, it's a pretty solid like fusion is a solid plastic and it's probably my second favorite to star. Like I have some like fusion raiders. I think are so sick. And I think that orbit looks incredible. The the, the crispness of the colors that they've been able to do with, like, the white backgrounds and then those color splashes on the edge. Like, I know, like, Innova was the first to kind of rock with the Halo thing, and, like, Halo is good. But something about the Orbit ones, like, those... like I think th- it's because they match the stamp. Yeah, I think so, too. Because, mm. like, when they, like, the Tristan Tanner Rive was really sick. The Ricky Felons, like, everything that I've seen in it, like, is super money and just looks very clean. So I had to give it props. It's a nice. I, I, when I When I see it in the store, I'm immediately drawn to it. The last one I'm taking, I'm surprised made it to me because it's the
0: plastic that everyone feels and goes, this is the best plastic ever created, Mm. is the Castaplast K1.
2: Uh, I did. That was one of my choices. I can't believe I didn't say that.
0: It's not quite like that Champion-esque because it does have some opaqueness, but it's... But K1's another plastic that
1: comes out. Yeah, the K1 I'm thinking of looks straight up like Star. Yeah,
0: but I mean, feel-wise, it feels the same, clear or not clear, which is important to me. It does. Mm. It always feels the same. It does. That you won't pick up a K one disc and be disappointed with how it feels in your hand. I agree. Yeah, I almost it took it incredible. top of the line because I was like,
1: "This is the best plastic on the no, market." But incredible. I was like,
0: "It's going to seep through the cracks." It As is. K one got taken. I was going to take K three.
1: It is yeah. a fantastic plastic. So K one do be doing that.
0: Got to go with it. All right. So there you go. That's our. Each Those of us are all very good. Have bags. our four bags. I will be making the graphic. They'll be posted over on Twitter at disc all. Wow. At grip locked pod, and uh, you can vote over there. And then next week we'll have another. Another one to roll through. Uh, Before we get into the final part of the show, got to take a moment to thank another one of our sponsors. Gentlemen, you wouldn't want to walk out of the house wearing a trash bag, would you? Nope. Nope. Every time you wear one of those shirts you find in the dusty aisles of whatever department store had the best clearance sale, that's exactly what you're doing. Most men never learn how to shop for clothes that actually make them look good, and luckily, True Classic is here to help. We want you to help level up your t-shirt game and save you with our exclusive deal for our listeners. For a limited time, you can get 25% off at True Classic with our exclusive link TrueClassic.com slash Griplocked. First impressions are important and the shirt you're wearing is where the eye immediately goes to. Have you thought about upgrading that? There are some men who just always look good in t-shirts. Most companies make shirts for those guys and forget everyone else with a normal body. True Classic design tees to make all the fellas out there feel confident in their clothing. From gym rats to dad bods with True Classic shirts, you'll get lots of nods. And for my listeners who are well endowed, they have long options for the tall guys and up to triple XL. True Classic also has a 100% risk-free guarantee with a 30-day return policy. The responses to these shirts are overwhelmingly positive with over 70,000 five-star reviews. It's no wonder that Dang. these shirts are quickly becoming the men's go-to. Skinny dudes, big dudes, buff dudes, my dudes, dudes, True Classic has you covered. Get 25% off at TrueClassic.com with GripLocked. TrueClassic.com slash GripLocked. Free shipping included on purchase over $100. That's 25% off at TrueClassic.com slash GripLocked. Stay classy with True Classic. I
1: love the t-shirts. I love them. They're great, they're, they're great. They're And
2: fantastic. 25% off is huge Heck it of is. a deal
0: Also their shorts Fire Absolute fire mm. Alright this final game I'm excited for I'm excited uh, too. I didn't I'm know excited. if I wanted this to be I hear you need a piece of paper No I didn't know this was going to be like a If I should do this as a pre-planned uh, segment Or not I think it's going to be more fun Just improv So essentially I, improv. I have this hat over here Okay And inside of this hat No 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 Inside of this hat I wrote a bunch of different Brands Okay That oh. are Gucci Oh a uh, bunch of different, just like like Taco Bell's in here. Both oh, okay. We also got some like Patagonia. Oh. We also have ones is out there is Grand Home Furnishings. Uh-huh. And essentially, what you have to do is you're going to draw the name out of the hat, and then you have to tell us and sell us on how this company is going to enter disc golf and their marketing strategy. Yes, within disc golf, it's going it. to make. Oh, it I worth love it. it. What? Did
1: the other person have to guess the company or. Or no? No, it's just who's... No, best. it's just like you
0: just... This is just for fun. Okay. Just like okay. You, you tell everyone... Once you draw it out, you can tell everyone what your company is and okay. then, you know, we can kind of like talk through mm-hmm. a little bit and when someone's ready to give your a marketing pitch, be as creative as possible Okay. Um, and comment your favorite winner. If you're on audio listeners, head over to YouTube to comment your favorite listener. Okay. Or you can just leave a review, just put five-star five review and then just put the brand name. Really confuse people. That works too. <laughs> All right. Uh, Trevor, you're going to draw first.
1: I'm so
2: nervous. This is so exciting.
0: Go ahead and
1: read what you got. The shark vacuum. Heck yeah. (laughs) (laughs) That's exciting.
2: I'm going to
0: draw next. I got apple.
2: Apple. That'll be good. All right, Connor. Good luck. How do you want to do it? You want me to draw (laughs) draw, for you? Just draw for me. Make it a good one. I hope it's Taco Bell.
0: Rubik's Cube. (laughs) Rubik's (laughs) Cube. Okay, I like that. I like that. So you just got to think through... (laughs) How would they? How would they market to disc golfers? Or you can also think through what would be like sponsor integrations with pros.
1: Okay. That they would do. I think mine's pretty easy. Nice. I think. I think Shark Vacuum. So my immediate thought is like, okay, so Shark Vacuum has a product that I think can be applied to disc golf if they if they make it. So like I'm I'm assuming Shark Vacuum has a cordless vacuum by this point. Mm-hmm. Surely. So, what better way to get immediate integration than to use it to vacuum the tee pads? Oh. Um, oh, so you got every like every once in a while, they go to a shot of somebody like one of the course workers or volunteers using the vacuum, especially for the turf tee pads. Like, this would be money, which there's a lot of them out there. Vacuuming the tee pad, they say, Thank you to our sponsor Shark Vacuum for being uh, keeping our tee pads cl- uh, clean and our players safe and they're just freaking vacuuming those things up. I think that's, that's a no I saw
0: a post on, I think it was on Twitter, where a golf course put cordless uh, leaf blowers next to greens. That's sick. So that when you get to the green, you can just blow off the, the blow the leaves off. I also mm. think
1: another, so there's a lot of players, I'm assuming, I'm going to go ahead and draw another assumption that Shark Vacuum probably has some kind of small, compact, like uh, Dirt Devil, Dust Devil, whatever yeah. type of thing. There's a lot of players that are living in RVs, vans, yeah. That's an easy integration for those pros to be like, "Hey, this is the best way to like have a compact option to keep things clean." Just a little little promo videos there on Instagram. I think I think that's a pretty easy one. I think Shark vacuum could dominate. I'm ready. Good. Now, Connor on the other hand has a harder task. Oh, <laughs> no Q, I do maybe. not. No I do oh, not. okay. Now, as
2: a disc offer myself, <laughs> I struggle with something that I know that a large percentage of disc golfers struggle with. As you guys will understand, that I would say about I don't the number here, I would say about seventy-five percent of the disc golf game is held within the head of the disc golfer. Mm-hmm. Yeah, meaning that you can have all the skill and abilities in the world, but if you can't get your head together enough to make a ten-foot putt, you're not you're going to score just as well as the guy that can only throw one hundred and twenty feet. Yep, approx. Usually. Yep. Every time. So sometimes, whenever you're on that course and you just cannot get out of your head, you need something, and that thing is a Rubik's cube, mm. because with now our attachments to disc golf bags, such as a carabiner clip, meaning <laughs> that you can hook it right on the side, you are you can you throw your throw, you're unhappy with it, and how am I supposed to step up and try to make this putt to save my par? Um, you go ahead, and while everybody else is throwing, unclip your Rubik's cube, just go ahead and give your hands something to do give your just mind something lost to do the cube. get in that get your thought space in a healthier place because you are giving your mind a task instead of just sitting there thinking about how much you suck and how much you wish that you weren't playing disc golf because why did I choose to do this because I suck so bad instead you're in a healthy place because you're solving that rubik's cube by the time you get up you've now used your mind in a healthy way you've exercised your mind and you've accomplished something because hopefully you solved it and then you walk up you've already solved one thing let's solve another and then boom you make the putt And you just wait. New product on the line. Chalk infused Rubik's Cube. Whoa! So Now we're talking. As as you are solving your Rubik's Cube, getting yourself in a good mental (laughs) space, you are also chalking your fingers and chalking your hands. So whenever you walk up to that putt, that thing's slipping right out of your hand perfectly. (laughs) No grip locks. No grip locks from here on out with the chalked cube. That's incredible. That's incredible. Yeah. That's
1: good. Thank you. That's good. I would, right. I would buy that. Mm.
0: The first thing, Apple looked into disc golf, right, and they noticed a problem.
1: There's no money.
0: <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> no, they noticed a problem, which was players gaining an unfair advantage wearing headphones. Mm. Mm. Apple solves this by every player on the Pro Tour now gets a pair of Apple AirPod Pros. Mm -hmm. So it's no longer an advantage when everyone does it. Mm, So they balance it out by giving everyone (laughs) headphones. Now everyone gets to wear headphones. In addition to this, they also have taken their AirTag technology and uh, minimized it down to be able to be infused into discs. And they're working with disc manufacturers. And on top of that, now with your iPhone, you can track it, and the AirTag pairs with the U-Disc, no so way. it keeps your score for you. It can oh! recognize as you throw off the tee, it, you, you know, you swipe to the next hole, throw off the tee, it matches where you go with their GPS, so once you do one hole, you don't have to ever touch your phone again, it can pair it, That's and sick. then it recognizes the sound of chains, so once what? your disc has the impact of the chains, and then hits in the metal cage, and you pick it up, ends that hole, moves on to the next. How does if you chain out? Well, it, it can recognize the metal oh, okay. basket. Fair uh, enough, fair enough, fair enough. Uh, they might, they have like it? a magnet in the metal now oh, um, so okay. that when it hits, it knows the difference between that and the ground. Fair enough. I mean,
2: you had me at Air Tags. You're losing me with the metal thing. No, don't worry about that. Worry <laughs> about this that. is
0: mainly for the Pro Tour because what it also does is provides next-gen stats yes. because it allows us to see rotations mm. per minute, the speed players through, Torque. and we don't need Disc scorekeepers because the Air Tags in the disc show exactly where it landed. So now you can watch live play-by-play on UDisc with a map of where Everyone's shots landed because of the air tag technology.
1: That's huge.
0: Final thing they did is they gave all of the streaming uh DGN, upgraded all of them to Mac Pros, and um also gave all players <laughs> iPhones. Nice. For fun.
1: <laughs> for funsies. And
0: so now uh the the disc golf worlds ran on Mac, and it's just but a happier place when you ran on Mac. As mm-hmm. part
1: of the deal. Your disc is now only available on iPhone, so there's actually so the
0: two percent of people are affected by that, yes. And they also get free iPhones. Can you imagine? You dev- like, I mean, the air tags are tag
2: so the, tiny, you could definitely get that in disc off plastic. The, the
1: they're air, not that tiny, like the microchip, but the like you could start it, they're, yeah, like, they're like a
0: microchip, they're like a quarter, but, but pretty big. This thick is like three quarters.
1: Oh, if the microchip in a disc thing is like obviously like it's doable. It'd be very expensive and hard to scale. Well, that's scale. why Apple's doing but it. But just imagine, imagine like all the players on tour. Like, if you wanted to put a new disc in your bag, you had to get have one that's microchipped. <laughs> like how but like think of the next gen stats we're going It would be it. insane. And or it is going to be insane. That's, that's right. all that is to Apple. going to be insane. Yes, thanks to Apple. That was electric. Oh, and that's that doesn't even fun. that doesn't even buy, touch the I buy
2: into every single one of that them. That
0: doesn't even touch the five hundred and fifty million dollars they put into every purse.
2: Oh,
1: okay. That's just a side
0: thing. I are uh, doing uh, that for fun.
1: Yeah, I almost feel feel a little left out because I didn't develop a product. I think if Shark Vacuum were to develop a product for disc It'd be the
0: stop-sucking vacuum. Yes. Stop-sucking, sucking sucking machine.
1: Imagine. um, We suck, so you don't have to. Oh, that's it. I think it's just. What do you think about that, Trevor? Yeah, for sure. (laughs) I think it's like a, uh, you know the Dyson hand dryers? Oh, yeah. So imagine you have one of those, but it's small. Like, think of like the size of a a disc dryer. Think of the size of like a deodorant stick and it just puts out like a, a wave of air like that and you just go and it just wicks it off your no, disc.
0: No. They develop a putter po- with a putter pocket on the top. The whole pocket it's like an insert. Yeah, it's, just, it's a shark vacuum. So you stick your putters or whatever disc in there and it sucks
1: all the sucks all the water and dirt Spits off. It right them. out the bottom of the bag. Yeah,
0: it has an exhaust out the bottom, it's
1: back <laughs> into the water. Back out onto the We court. have all the good ideas, and just to be clear, we just claimed intellectual property on yes, everything. Yes, intellectual Apple, property. You intellectual are free property. to take mine, oh. please, for a price though. Mm-mm. Free for
2: a price though. <laughs> Rubik's cube. I will give the chalk, you cube, chalk cube is genius. Is sick. Chalk cube. Yeah,
1: chalk cube is genius. I would own that. Yeah, I was kind of thinking like, oh yeah, that's a good tie, and then you were like, and there's chalk on it, and I was like, take my money. <laughs> <laughs> Electric. All right. It's actually well, not even electric. It's no, it's not electric. Manual. It's analog. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Analog. Fully
0: analog. <laughs> All right. Well, there you have it. That's off-season grip locked in its purest form. I love it uh, so much. Don't worry. A few weeks from now, we're bringing back one of the all-time best episodes, all-time best segments. We're going to do it bigger. We're going to do it better. Disc Golf Shark Tank is coming. Yes. Basically, soon. you just
1: got like a taste of it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That dude, was like a that was like cube. an
0: improv taste. Disc Golf Shark Tank. How we're doing it this year? We're going to do it right. We're going to set our calendar so that all of us have time to develop our ideas, to pitch to each other, and then we're also going to set the calendar to give you all times to pitch your ideas to and us. And we're going to bring
2: in prototypes.
0: Well, because last, if you want, last year when we set <laughs> it, it was like a last minute like, oh, this would be fun, Disc Golf Shark Tank, and people thought we were trying to steal people's ideas. They didn't understand mm. what was going on. They were like, oh, yeah, don't give them any good ideas. They're clearly just going to develop it. And then they heard us talk about Clock Shirt and uh, the yeah. Bedtime Basket, which the Bedtime Basket is kind of a fire idea. So now, hopefully, you understand a little bit more about what disc golf Shark Tank is about, and it's about just coming up with the future.
2: All my ideas were fired. By the know. way, the cube would be called the Grip Cube. The Grip, grip
0: cube.
1: cube. Nice.
0: The rue Grip RU-Grip M- M- Cube.
2: The cube. Too much. That's too much. Rubik Rubik's. Rubik. The Grip Cube. The Grip Cube by Rubik's.
1: There you go. There you go. Anything okay. by somebody is good. The Grip Can Cube. Can we start? We need to start doing like every time we do merch, we need to start doing the Photon this, this Buzz by, by Foundation. foundation. Oh, so That's so much ex- more exciting. We're going to start doing that. Mm,
0: maybe. We'll feel it out. All right. I'm we'll be back it. here with another off-season episode next week. See oh. you then?